Uh, Linda McMahon is in Tucson. She's the uh, well, the owner of the WWE, and right now, though, more importantly, the head of the Small Business Administration, and she's here to talk about small business. Linda, good morning. Welcome to Tucson. How you doing? Good morning. I'm happy to be in Tucson this morning. It's not bad in uh, you know November, and it's going to be 85 degrees. It could be worse, right? I think it's going to be about 35 in Washington today. It's going to be very cold, so I am happy to be in Tucson. Exactly. Well, all right, let's let's talk. Listen, a lot of people here, Small Business Administration, they might look it up and say, well, what the heck is the government doing trying to basically back loans and the government and stuff like that? But there's more that happens. How does the, how does the SBA, I'm curious about this, before the tax reform impact, but what does the SBA do to help businesses and help them grow? There's like a mentoring program too, isn't there? Well, there is, absolutely. Uh, actually, uh, I was uh, surprised when I came on at SBA that uh, SBA, I think, is one of the best-kept secrets in the country. When you think about SBA, you do think about loans, but for the mentorship and the, uh, the advice and the opportunity of uh, entrepreneurs to visit not only SBA headquarters or to go on SBA.gov for so much information, but also to sit down with our resource partners at SCORE, uh, at SBDC offices, women's business centers, our veterans outreach, and it's all for free. You could go in, uh, especially at our SCORE offices, and actually sit with retired executives who will help coach you through your marketing plans, your business plans, maybe even send you back to the drawing board to get your ideas a better codified. And as uh, I have heard from so many entrepreneurs who have even participated in the Emerging Leaders Program at SBA, they just couldn't have been where they are today or have started or have grown their business without that kind of assistance. So we're happy to provide uh, guarantees for loans, uh, so that banks and other lending institutions can help entrepreneurs that are might, maybe a little bit too risky for the bank to do on their own, so we can help them get started. You know, there we talk about on this show, and, and you don't you don't listen. You're on the other side of the the country, but there's some crazy and ridiculous and stupid classes in college, uh, and even some more ones in high school. And I just sit back and say, I wish there'd be classes in high school and in college that could teach people. Uh, what it takes to start a business, what decisions they need to do, how to do a business plan, like things that can help them in the real world. And that's why I wanted to talk about this. People can get that when they go to the SBA office, right? They certainly can. Uh, there are webinars that are constantly being held through uh, SBA.gov or at the uh, district offices. And again, it's the uh, the other resource partners that I mentioned. And there's so much help available. And it's look, it's part of my job, A, to advocate on behalf of the almost 30 million small businesses across the country, but also to make sure that uh, our business folks who, who are around the country know about all of the advice and opportunities that are available through SBA. Uh, Linda McMahon is on KNST AM 790 right now, and uh, she's in charge of the Small Business Administration for the Trump administration. So, uh, you know, I just don't understand how people don't, uh, don't and it's always the haters, to be honest with you. I mean, ta- if tax reform happens, and it should, and I hope that Congress gets their act together. Um, when I mean, you're a business owner. When business owners get more of their own money back, um, did you and your husband, Vince, just put it in a closet somewhere under a mattress, or did you take it and put it back into the business? Wouldn't that be the result? of what happens if well, tax reform takes place? Well, of course you put it back into business. And I have been traveling the country since I took on my job because I've made it uh, a goal to visit every one of the 68 uh, SBA district offices around the country. But doing what I'm doing today, being here in uh, Tucson, I was in Phoenix yesterday, to visit with business owners in roundtable discussions to tour small businesses 
And without fail, those businesses tell me that if tax reform and tax, tax cuts go through, they will use that extra money to either hire new employees, give employees that they already have higher wages, maybe open a branch office, buy that next piece of equipment. Entrepreneurs get into business to grow their business, and when they have more money to invest, that is exactly what they do. So our economy will benefit. There will be more people hired. There will be more goods and services um, uh, put into the economy, and the economy will continue to grow. I mean, we're, we're at three. We want to sustain that, but, boy, we want to get to that 4% GDP, which the president uh, talks about all the time. And, yeah, and we've gotten a three without even Obamacare going away, without tax reform taking place. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good, scary thought to find out where we will be if all that stuff happens. Um, so well, it, it, it really is. I mean, to, to have the opportunity for this tax reform package to go through, and it's look, it's going through the right process. Uh, the House has put out its version. The Senate came out yesterday. Now we're going to have good debate. There will be amendments back and forth, and, just like when I was a CEO, I said the best deals that last are the ones that both sides come to the table, you negotiate, you walk away, both sides getting some but not all of what they wanted, and it'll be for the benefit uh, of the country. And uh, so it's going through the right process, and I'm excited about it. We're going to have a good tax reform package. Do you think it'll uh, it'll actually take place, though? I, I mean, you know, Chuck Schumer's the worst, and he, you know, the Democrats seem to be always against everything. They're, you know, the party of no. But there are some sen- uh, some senators up for election uh, where Trump won states, and you know they have to be feeling the pressure that they have to be for this, and it's only going to be for jobs. Do you think Democrats are finally going to come to the table and say, "Okay, we give"? Well, I certainly hope that uh, we will see that, and I think uh, this tax reform package, I am confident, is going not maybe this one, but a tax reform package uh, is going to pass. Hopefully, it'll be before the end of the year. That's clearly the president's goal. He is pushing so hard for this. He campaigned on tax reform. He campaigned on cutting taxes for small businesses and for the middle class, and he is pushing it incredibly hard. And uh, I know from being a business owner and knowing the impact of having a reduction in taxes of what that means and how, how you are motivated then to reinvest, it's going to be a real, even stronger pro-growth economy. Uh, Linda McMahon, the head of the SBA and uh, also owner of WWE, is on KNST AM790. I, I got to ask you, obviously, you know, with President Trump, now the leader of the free world, but before that on WrestleMania, uh, I mean, h- how long have you known President Trump? About 25 years. You ever? And, uh, but, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just curious, you, you, ever, you ever just look at him and, and, at any point and go, you know, I can see this guy as the leader of the free world? Uh, I did not do that during the time that we were doing business together because it just wasn't something that I don't think either of us, well, uh, clearly I was not thinking about uh, And we were having fun and doing what was uh, really fun at uh, WWE, and uh, he enjoyed it, and we enjoyed having him as a business associate. So, I mean, when he got in... And I think think that's that's what makes this president unique. He has built and run a business, and when he asked me to come on at SBA, he said, I want somebody who's built a business, who's been through successes and failures and gets it. I want that kind of input, and uh, so I was uh, pleased and honored when he asked me to do this. Exactly. Look, I, I've never, I was never like the biggest Donald Trump fan. I really was kind of indifferent, but as soon as he came down that escalator and said what he said, I said, this guy's going to win. He, he knows how to communicate. He knows how to brand, and he's saying things that the country is actually saying as well, and I, I thought it was, it was unbelievable, and, he, and he's real. Like, unlike other politicians, and I don't like a lot of them, uh, I actually believe the stuff that he says. I think he really means it. I, I, he has nothing left to lose. 
No, he's a, he's a very genuine uh, man, and he really is uh, fighting very hard to put forth the policies that he truly believes are going to benefit the economy uh, in the country. And uh, he does believe in America first, and I think he's showing that in this international uh, tour that he's on. Uh, I really am enjoying seeing the, um, the, the level of respect that the United States is getting, and uh, he, he's putting America first, and I'm all for that. Yeah, did you happen to see what he said in Vietnam this morning? I know it was really early, though. Uh, about trade? I, I'm sorry, I did not. Okay. Oh, no, he, I, I just <laughs> I thought he was, that, yeah. you know, he was so America first and talking about fair trade deals and not getting taken advantage of and standing up for the country, which hasn't happened in a very, very long time. Well, well, that's not a new thing for him. I mean, he has been saying that since he was campaigning, and uh, he is uh, definitely putting forth those policies. I mean, his trip to China with uh, the new business deals that have been done, and he's really talking he continues to talk about fair trade for the United States, and that's uh, he wants trade, but he wants fair trade, and he wants the United States to be treated uh, equally. I mean, we're not even equally treated now. So he's uh, uh, he he is really putting forth the policies he believes in and standing by it and sticking to it, and I like that. You know, I'm curious. You brought it up earlier, uh, and Linda McMahon is on KNST AM seven ninety. Um, you went from the private sector, starting your own business, building it, building a just a big empire. Uh, but you were in charge, and you were the one overseeing everything. Um, what is that compared to what you're doing now over a big government agency? I mean, how how different is that compared to the private sector? Well, in terms of the business aspect, I mean, I think I've brought all of the business skills in terms of management, uh, you know, putting forth expectations, holding people accountable. Those business skills uh, transfer across whatever business that you're involved in. And I love business. I just, you know, I think it's fascinating and I really like seeing how it grows and builds the economy. But it's different because you do have government regulations and uh, uh, that makes it um, a little different than the private sector because there are things that you, sometimes you scratch your head and you go, really? That's the way we have to go about it? But it's regulatory and it's in place and you, you have to navigate that. But so far, uh, I think that what we're doing at SBA, I'm incredibly proud of, and I'm enjoying the outreach that we're making all over the country. Now, uh, and when, when businesses are, are coming to you, business owners, and they're talking, and you're going around the whole country, Phoenix yesterday, Tucson today, um, what are business owners asking for the most? Are they asking for uh, health care to be repealed and replaced so it's more affordable for everybody, asking for more regulations to be cut, tax reform? What, what do they think is, is going to be the most beneficial impact for their business? Uh, it, it varies from different parts of the country, but those three things are what I hear the most. And a fourth uh, that comes about uh, almost with equal importance now is, uh, is, is a workforce, uh, not only a skilled workforce, but a workforce that wants to work uh, and, wants to come to, and wants to come to work every day. And uh, so I'm hearing that a great deal as well. But tax reform, putting more money in the pockets, of our small businesses, without fail, they all bring that up and say they don't talk about tax reform as much as they talk about tax cuts because tax cuts is something they can relate to. It's more money to their business. It gives them the opportunity to plan how they're going to run their business and expand and grow. Uh, this sort of never-never land they're in now makes, it, makes that a bit more difficult. Are they talking about the millennial problem? I mean, I think it's more than just millennials. I think they're just Americans that sometimes complain and are lazy and don't want to do stuff. Uh, not a lot, but there's a decent amount. Is that the, they have a problem finding people with a good work ethic? That's part of it. Uh, sometimes it's work ethic. Sometimes it is a skilled workforce. 
So that's why I think we're seeing more oh. of the private sector that is working more closely with our community colleges and with our vocational schools to help develop the curriculum and to train those uh, students who are there for the needs of the private sector. And we're seeing more of that. As a matter of fact, I was with the president when he signed um, his executive order for, you know, for leadership and apprentice programs. Um, I, and he's asked to set aside $100 million for those programs so that the private sector can uh, interact with our educational system and get more, not necessarily just young people, people in transition from one business to the next to be reskilled, retrained, uh, to go into uh, the businesses that need these jobs. There's six million jobs available in this country now, and we don't have the workforce to fill them. So we need to change our educational paradigm uh, so that vocational training and the skilled labor force, uh, you know, has the um, the proper respect because they're great jobs and you can start your own business. And so I'm there in support of that because many new businesses can be started with that kind of uh, entrepreneurial skill. You know, I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, you know, is the Small Business Administration involved in that or another agency or is it just all local? Because I have advertisers and, and they say they can't find enough work. They can't find enough help. They can't find plumbers. They can't find framers. They can't find, I mean, I have a buddy who's a general contractor. Can't find stucco guys uh, we have people that call up and say I, I'm, they're excavating as they're listening, and they call up and they go, "We can't find enough people to actually work with their hands." Um, you know, now the, what what can we do to yeah, solve that, this? Yeah, that that really is an issue, and part of what um, what of part of what SBA uh, is doing, what part of what I'm doing is working with Betsy DeVos, who's the Secretary of Education, because she's clearly on that page. Uh, Ivanka Trump uh, has uh, a program to help develop uh, our workforce, working with the Secretary of Labor, uh, working across the agencies to make sure that we keep encouraging our educational institutions and our vocational uh, skilled labor force to grow and develop because we need it very badly. As a matter of fact, you know, one of the things that SBA does uh, that has been um, quite, uh, quite on the forefront lately is we have disaster economic relief, like when Harvey hit Houston, uh, when the hurricanes came through Puerto Rico and Florida, SBA is on the ground right behind FEMA. It's the only time that SBA actually loans money for mortgages and for businesses. Normally, we guarantee loans. This time, we're the bank when we go in to do that. And what we found in Houston, as they're trying to recover in Houston, is that lack of plumbers, electricians, just what, like what you're talking about, and plumbers to go in and get and get the city back on its feet. Same in Florida and Puerto Rico, of course, just needs everything at the moment. Yeah, they do. Uh, so, so, so it's an issue, and uh, we're we're firmly behind making sure that uh, we are looking at how to continue to develop this workforce as we encourage the kind of entrepreneurs that come to SBA to develop their businesses. Um, are you trying to? Cut red tape. I mean, this is incredible. You said that, that you're out there, you know, where the disasters are lending money to get businesses back going to keep the economy going. I mean, are you are you cutting down regulations, red tape to get people back on their feet that much more quickly? Oh, absolutely. We have, uh, you know, an express loan. We've actually talked to our lenders in this time of uh, this great disaster who are willing to step up, put money up without uh, as much regulation. Uh, as a matter of fact, SBA in its loan process has pushed back for one year any repayment on those loans while people get back on their feet. Interest will accrue during the year, but no payments are due until a year from the time, you know, the uh, the loan is granted. 
So working with uh, the local communities to get them back on their feet, getting money in their hands uh, to get their businesses back up and running. Because if you think about it, small businesses are the glue in communities. Uh, they are the ones that get those communities back up and thriving. And when all of those small businesses are out, the economy really suffers in those areas. And then, of course, that's uh, kind of the domino effect across the country. So we want people back in their homes, back in their businesses, as quickly as possible. Linda McMahon is on KNST AM790, head of the SBA. Uh, so you're here in Tucson. What are you going to be doing in Tucson? Are you going to be talking to business owners? I am. Uh, in a little while, I am going to go over to uh, Anuco, I think is the name of the company. I'm just uh, looking, and we're going to have a tour. Uh, we're going to have a, ball, a small business roundtable. I will be there with uh, Congresswoman Martha McSally. We're going to be listening to what small uh, business owners have to say. Uh, and uh, and part of my job is to do just that and advocate on their behalf back in Washington. Listen, I'm, I'm so excited. I, I love what Trump's doing. He's getting business people, people that have been there. You know, it's like in college. They say that, you know, those that can't teach. But uh, I'm glad that there are people with real-world experience like, like you out there to have an impact to try to get things going. We need more private sector involved in the government to stop the slowdown of government. Um, if people are well, listening, where, where can they go? Just SBA.gov if they have, you know, have any questions, help. Anything like that? Yeah, sba.gov, and then and click through the different areas that are available. Because and we're and we're we're working on our website too. That's one of the things that I've been doing since we've been there. But there are so many webinars, uh, so much information available. So please give sba.gov uh, a look, see, uh, and then uh, check out the SBA offices in your area where you can go directly uh, or talk to them by phone or go to any of the resource partners. It's an incredible, incredible resource for businesses that are starting or that are already there and looking to grow and increase. You know what? Last one. Uh, Tucson, unfortunately, is very anti-business. The leadership here, it's just not the right way of thinking. Um, Do you guys at the SBA have any impact, any, any coordination with local cities, mayors, councils, that kind of stuff to try to try to maybe Put some ideas in their head? Well, that's why we have these um, district offices around the country to work with our local lenders, with our local businesses, uh, with uh, not necessarily involvement so much in local governments except through the business community to talk about the things that they need. So I think in that regard, uh, you know, our SBA district offices uh, are, are working very closely to make sure that we can have the right policies uh, and procedures in place to help the economy grow. And, you know, the one thing, and I'll close with this, yeah. uh, the, the thing that I enjoy most about being at SBA is that it is the most uh, nonpartisan agency, I think, in Washington, because really everybody wants to see small businesses grow. Everybody wants to see the economy grow. And I have the ability, I think, to work a across the aisle, maybe more than some, but we're pulling everybody uh, into the fold. Well, if you meet a member of the Tucson City Council, you might disagree. But listen, I think uh, <laughs> I, I really I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad you're trying to make a difference. And it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much for the time this morning. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, Linda McMahon right here in Tucson.